We're just two cousins living in separate states, working in corporate America, and giving our take on being successful, professional, young businesswomen. Do you have any tips or tricks for maybe not somebody who's about to go to college, but somebody who's already graduated and is just trying to be financially savvy um, in their everyday life? Oh, wow. Okay. So actually, um, I might have to come back on your podcast a little later because my brother and I, Micah, Evan, you might know him, but we just finished writing our book about basically finance for millennials. Um, or people that just graduated college, actually. So, yes, I have a lot of tips for that. So, is there anything specific um, that you're looking for? Y'all wrote a book? Yes. What, what yeah. do you do? Do you have free time? <laughs> I have too much free time. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but you wrote a book on millennials and spending money. Is it about, like, the patterns of how we spend our money? Or I'm no. kind of scared to know because you're probably going to call me out in a lot of no. ways. No, no. No, so basically it's – it's kind of a guide to adulthood because so many people graduate college and they enter the real world and they're like, Oh my gosh, what do I do now? And so we have a chapter on, um, spent basically paying off your debt. We have a chapter on finding a job. We have a chapter on insurance, on real estate, on buying a house, on buying a car. Um, we talk about side business, basically anything that someone in their twenties would probably need to know. We tried to cover in the book. I look my way. I need that in my life. <laughs> I'll have I'll have to have you guys. We haven't published it quite yet, so and basically by summer is my goal to have it published and everything done. So maybe I'll have you guys beta test it and tell me what you think. I'm so into it, and <laughs> I think you definitely need to be on. Uh, you and Micah both should be on another yeah podcast as well because eventually want to we want to talk about because Rebecca and I both bought houses and oh, nice. yeah. We'd love to talk about, like, buying a house, and I know we're both saving up to buy a car soon. Cool. And I think that's something that coming out of college without debt, we got head on mm-hmm. because we didn't have – we don't have to worry about the fi- – when, when someone told me they pay, like, $500 in student loans every month, I almost threw up. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's literally crazy. It's okay. absolutely insane. And I was like, what do you mean? And then they'd be like, oh, but my tuition was like $50,000 a semester. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So that explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say what I think is really powerful about getting out of college debt free is, you know, the the attitude and the mindset that you can start developing as a high school student that is looking to graduate college debt free, you're already, you've changed. You're a different person. So, you know, if you go into college with a mindset of, I'm just going to do what everyone else is doing. Everyone's getting student loans. I guess I'll get student loans. Everyone's going to this school. I guess I'll go to this school. You know, everyone's trying this major. I'll try this major. That's, that's what normal, that's what the normal person that goes to college thinks and does. But with our program, what we're trying to do is change the mindset and change the attitude and really take ownership for your life. So you're, you're going to go to the college because this is the right college for you because it has, it's the best college for your major. And you chose this major because you know, it's what you want to do. And you chose that major because it's what you want to do. And also, you know, that your return on investment for, you know, this college and this major is going to be worth it to you in the end. And, and all of those things to me also go into finance because, 
how you manage your money is very similar to someone who gets out of college debt free if they do it both well. So for example, you're already thinking about return on investment in high school. You're already thinking about, well, the college costs, you know, $100,000. My major is psychology. When I graduate with a psychology major, you know, I'll have to get my master's. I wanted a master's programs usually cost this. Oh, and then by the way, when I graduate, the normal salary for a psychology major or a counselor is $60,000. And then you start working through the math on that. And we also have a student debt calculator too that I have them do that shows like what your monthly payment would be if you had this much student loan. So when, when someone's thinking like that, when you graduate college, you're going to be miles ahead of people when we talk about managing your money because technically you've been managing your money throughout all of your college experience by the way that you've been hacking college, by the way that you've been saving money, by the way you're thinking about return on investment and all that. So to me, so much of finance is just having the right mindset and thinking about money the right way um, more than it even it is tactics and strategies. People, especially high schoolers who haven't lived in the real world yet and aren't familiar with how expensive being an adult is, how do you help them grasp the concept of how much money they will be making? Because when you're in high school, right, making $46,000 a year sounds great until you start paying bills, right? And that some of it goes to taxes, some of it goes to healthcare, and then all of a sudden here you are with $1,000 to live off of. Right. So at the end of our program, we actually have uh, a section about how to be wise while you're in college. And so we actually have a, a sample budget that we have them look at. And so um, we have some sample budgeting and it kind of shows them how much everything costs. And it, I'm trying to give them the idea of, um, you know, how much, how much real life costs. So they do a sample budget. Um, you know, trying to give them an idea. But I also think, too, a lot of that has to do with the parents. So parents need to help their high school students understand how much things cost, maybe by having them buy their own stuff. You know, even if even if parents can give them money in high school, for them to be able to have a certain amount that they can spend and learn how to budget that and learn how to tie, you know, if tithing is important to them, learn how to tie, do all those things beforehand so that when they get out of college, it's not that different. I think that's so fair, and it it makes me laugh because all I can think about is this one time in high school when I got so mad at my parents. We were having, like, a disagreement on, like, probably college and, like, where I would be allowed to go. Um, and I went and was so mad, and I was like, I'm moving out. I'm packing a bag. I'm going to pack a banana that's not even mine, some notebooks, and a pillow that, like, mom gave me. I'm moving in with Aunt Paige. Nice. And they were like, okay, cool. Like, do you think she's going to let you live there? And I was like, I don't know. And they were like, do you think she's going to make you pay rent? And I was like, if she does, it doesn't matter. I'm leaving. And they're like, okay, well, how are you going to make money? And I was like, well, I'm 14, so I can't drive. And right. they're like, all right, cool. And I was like, I guess I'll wash windows for a living. And they're like, well, who's going <laughs> to pay you? And then, so like learning those conversations and not just like the simple budgeting is something yeah. that would have helped me a lot too. Because I mean, I have a financial advisor like now that like helps me at work yeah and I wish somebody would have like walked me through things like that before I bought a house like before I started going to work and being like what the heck are these benefits right and yeah. what should I actually be contributing because the little things I knew are what I call my dad really quick whenever my boss wasn't looking and be like what does this mean yeah 
Yeah, no, definitely. Um, anything that people can do to get ahead, I'm, I'm all for. But yeah, I mean, I think the finance. So one thing we do that's interesting too is we also encourage parents to do incentive-based college funding. And basically that is, is um, if a parent has set aside a certain amount of money for college, let's say, let's say your parents save $50,000 for college. What a lot of parents will do will just say, okay, Evan, you know, we have $50,000 for you for college, so that's your budget for college, right? Well, what we try to get parents to do is say, hey, we have $50,000 for you for college. If you don't spend $50,000, we'll give you whatever's left over because that's what we've set aside for college. Now, that changes the whole game because all of a sudden now, it's your money. You're not just spending your parents' money that they set aside for your college education, and you're not trying to spend all of it right? Because the incentive when a parent says, here's how much you have for college is that you just spend all of it because you don't, you're not going to get it if you don't spend it. So you might as well spend it, right? So we like to talk about incentive-based funding, which is the parent saying, this is how much you have. This is your money. When this money runs out, you don't have any more money for college. But if you have let some left over, it's yours when you graduate. And that's that puts the student in a whole different mindset, a whole different incentive, because then they're like, wait a second, if I go to college for $20,000, I'm going to have 30 when I graduate, right? Totally different story. That method totally worked on me um, without even knowing that that was a method. His mom and dad basically were like, this is how much we gave your older sister. This is how much you get, or you can just take it with you. And I was like, great, I'll elope now. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Ellen, do you have any questions for us? Oh, I like that. Um, hmm. Do I have any questions for you? What do you What do you wish that you could tell high school students now that you're graduated and you're out of college, or even college students? What do you wish? What are some of the things you wish you would have known before you went to college that you want to tell people now? Evan and I talked about is you can go to community college and save money, and like you will get the same education in the end. It just, I mean. I went to a four-year university and took summer classes online because they were easier Mm. through a community college. So I just quicker by doing summer classes at your local community college and then not spending four years at a university or start there and save the money. Yeah. That's good. Um, I would definitely say do your first two years, like your basics at a community college or as much as you can in high school. I mean, at this point, students are already graduating with like, I think our cousin Colton graduated with like 32 credits in Mm -hmm. high school just because of AP classes. And then like you would finish with all your requirements in high school and have like two semesters left and just basically do college classes. So I think that's getting easier and easier. Yeah. Um, you know what I will say I want is don't get a meal plan mm-hmm. and don't live on campus if you can help it to save your life. Yeah. Because those are the two biggest expenses in college. And if I had just held like more of a full-time job, because I definitely had time and still gone the last two years kind of for the networking and the experience to kind of like be on your own, um, it would have made like a world of difference. Um, And I think we just didn't know enough to say this is what we should do. Uh, But I do want to hear your take on colleges lowering the tuition 
Like, have you heard of how, like, Western Carolina now has, like, crazy low tuition? Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. If At the end of the day, colleges are businesses. And so, you know, some of them are jacking up their prices because they figure they can make more money off that. And if some of them are lowering them, I, I mean, I love that. I think low tuition is amazing. And I, I do think we're at a weird place where I think college is very expensive and you know, what you get out of college, depending on where you go, isn't, there are times when it is not worth it. Um, But we're at this point where people still want you to have a college education and college education is really expensive. And I think we're kind of at the tipping point. I think, you know, in the future, either college tuition is going to go down or we're going to start seeing more employers that care less about college and more about the experience. And you're already seeing that in some of the more technical, like, software coding. Um, if you're, if you can code, nobody really cares if you went to college or not. Um, the hard ones are really the professional degrees, like lawyer, doctor, those have so much wrapped up in them and so many associations and everything that it'll be a lot harder for those. But, but I do think that college is at a point right now, it's kind of at the epitome of high price, um, not as much value, I think, as it used to have for when you graduated. You know, it used to be when you graduate college and you had a certificate, you were automatically going to make more money. And that's just not the case anymore. But you still need it. So it's just at this weird place to me. You still need it. You know, it, it's not as valuable as before, but it's still just as expensive. So that's why our whole program I built, because I think hacking college is the best way to get the advantages of college, but also without having to pay the high price. So I'm all for it. Thanks so much for tuning in as we talk to Ellen about college and money. Stick around for part three, where we ask Ellen whether it's smart to go back and get your master's and pay the extra money. But for now, here's Rebecca's app of the week. This week's app of the week is Plan. That's Plan with two N's. This app is an Instagram planning app that also includes analytics for posts. My favorite part about Plan is the ability to save groups of hashtags for easy reference on posts in the future. In addition, their sneak peek feature allows you to identify hashtags that work great for other accounts. If you want to spice up your Instagram, check out this app today.